Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Outside the Pew podcast. I'm your host, Maya, and I hope everyone's had a good Sunday. Um, so today, we are talking about something that I was, like, procrastinating on talking about, and I just wanted to wait, but the Lord didn't, so I'm listening. Um, so today we're talking about idolization, and, you know, being fully honest with you guys, um, I was not wanting to talk about this. I was like, no like this is too deep i'm too like this is my second episode that's going to be going out i don't want to talk about this like this is going to be something that people it might scare people off because it might come off as attacking them or you know target towards someone when it's not at all um but you know i was praying about it and just you know thinking god thinking you know asking him what i should do and he just kept telling me you know someone needs to hear it someone needs this right now don't know who it is but if this that's you then hey girl um I'm not here to attack anyone because this is definitely something that I struggle with too. So let's get into it. You may be sitting there saying, Maya, like, what the heck is idolization? Like, what is that? I'm here to tell you. According to the Oxford Dictionary, idolization is to admire or love greatly or excessively. And I want to take the word excessively out for a second and just look at it. And according to, once again, Oxford Dictionary, um, excessively is defined as to a greater degree or in greater amounts than is necessary or normal, or in a way that is too much. And I think we often find ourselves, you know, obsessing over something, or, you know, just thinking to ourselves, no one understands this like I do, no one loves this song like I do, no one loves this artist like I do, no one loves this social media app like I do. And we find ourselves loving it too much, we find ourselves loving it more than normal, we find ourselves loving it to a greater degree, you know, than most people. And I'm not saying you can't love things a little more than other people. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we need to make sure that God is the only thing that we're loving more than normal. You know, there's some things in this world that only we get. You know, that could be a sport. We feel like we're the only people who love it that much and this and that. But let me just tell you that, you know, God should be the only thing we love more than normal. You know, God should be the thing that we, the thing we love more than normal, you know, I don't want to be one of those people who say, oh yeah, you know, she goes to church, she's a Christian. No, I want to be one of those people who say there's something different about her. She has some kind of different thing with her. She doesn't like cussing, she doesn't like drinking, she doesn't like smoking, she doesn't like vaping, she doesn't like doing any of it. She has no interest in it, never has and never will. And I think that that's what I would much rather be rather than, oh, she's Christian because I know she goes to church because she wears skirts, you know? Okay, so first off, I just want to say, um, if I read a scripture in this, it's usually in NLT or New Living Translation. Um, because that's just what I read to understand it. So I want to read 1 John five twenty one, and it just says, Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. And I think that's what we, you know, often find ourselves doing is allowing things, whether, like I said, a celebrity, music, social media, you know, a hobby, whatever it is, to take God's place in our life, even when we don't realize it. Because, you know, I don't know many Christians, or any Christians for that matter, who say who sit there and are like, oh, I want that to take God's place. No, because we don't mean for it to happen. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen, you know? And it's something that's so important. And I feel like daily we need to check ourselves and remind ourselves and be like, yes, God, you are my number one. I could not do this life without you. Not, oh, I couldn't do, I couldn't live without social media. I couldn't live if this person didn't make music. No, what you can't live without is God. You can live without, you know, all those other things, all those worldly things, but you cannot live without the love of God in your heart. 
And I think too often Christians, you know, we can point the finger at someone and say, oh, well, you know, they may be idolizing something, but I could never idolize. I could never put anything above my God when that's literally what you're doing. You know, you could be, you know, sitting there saying, oh, I I could never do that. That's something I would never put anything above my God. But I feel like we really need to humble ourselves and think, you know, it could happen. Not saying it happens to everyone, not saying everyone has done it. But what I am saying is, it's very easy for it to happen and we need to humble ourselves and realize that we are just human. We are nothing, we are not better than the person who is idolizing or who was idolizing at one point. Touch back on the whole anything can be an idol thing because genuinely anything can, you know, whether it's a celebrity, so celebrities music, whether it's a show, a movie, you know, whatever, like you could, you could be watching a show, you know, and it could be something either you're not supposed to watch or even something that's not necessarily bad. And, you know, you could be watching it, you could be having a good time, but you need to, we need to check our hearts daily and realize, like, oh, do I spend more time watching that show, watching the interviews of that show, you know, watching this, watching that about that show, more, do I spend more time doing that than I do in the presence of God, trying to read my Bible, listening to worship music in my prayer life, you know, trying to grow my relationship with God. And, again, this is not to attack anyone because it's something I struggle with, too. But, like, even, like, something as simple as sleep can be idolized, you know? You spend way more time sleeping than you do trying to get in the Word of God, than you do, you know, worshiping, you do praying, you know? And it's things that, it's so easy to just get caught up with with the world and with the things that this world has to offer. But we need to realize that nothing, 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 nothing in this world could ever compare to what heaven is going to be like, to what we are going to have in heaven so we do not need to make, you know, a value out of things on this world and on this earth when nothing is going to matter when we die. When we die, when we stand before God, he's not going to sit there and say, oh, did you have this video game? Did you watch this movie? Did you know these pop culture references? No, he's going to sit there and say, do you know me? Did you spread my gospel? Did you, you know, did you read your Bible? Did you, did you have a relationship with me? He's not going to ask you about your riches. He's not going to ask you about what you wear, where you lived. You know, he's not going to ask you about that. He's not going to ask you about your earthly life. He's going to ask you about your soul, your relationship with God. If you did things that you're supposed to do to be a Christian, you know? To go along with that, I want to read Luke 9, 23 through 25 that says, "Then Then he said to the crowd, If any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you are self-lost or destroyed? And basically, that's just saying, you know, Jesus is talking there. And he's saying, you know, like, what, like, what, in the end of it, God is not going to be asking you, like I said, if you had this kind of housing, if you did this kind of thing, if you did that. Like, no, he's going to be asking you, did you follow my commandments? Did you keep my commandments? Do you love me? Do you have a relationship with me? He's not going to ask you you know, oh, did you, did you watch this episode of this, you know, and I think that's just what we need to realize is, like, we are called to follow God, we are called as human beings to do what the Lord tells us, you know, to follow his commandments, and when we choose our own way, and choose to just go off, and oh, idolize this person, and I'm gonna love this person, I'm gonna love that person, like, yes, you should love those people, but you shouldn't obsess over them, because they are not your God, you should not make worldly people and worldly things your God, because your God is supernatural, your God is not of this world, your God literally, like, sent his son to die for you, and you're gonna sit here and obsess over the things he's made, yes, we should love the creations he's done, we should love every, in each and every one of his creations, but we should not be sitting here obsessing and treating his creation as the creator you know 
I'm gonna say that again. Do not treat the creations as the creator. Who, girl? I'm spitting out bars today. Okay, so the next part, they might be like a little deep and it might be like a little controversial, but idolization is an addiction. So I looked up the qualities of an addiction and, you know, like what comes along with it, what comes out of it. And so I have like a little list and I'm gonna go through them. So first is the inability to control the behavior. So I want you to really think about this. How many times a day do you find yourself scrolling on social media, whether that's TikTok, through a celebrity's story, through your friend's stories, through Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. How many times a day do you find yourself scrolling on it and not wanting to stop, not feeling like you can't stop, you know? It's, oh, it's one more TikTok. Oh, it's one more Instagram post. Oh, it's one more story on Snapchat. And then you just keep going and then you realize it. And maybe you get to a point where you realize it and you set your phone down and walk off. But how many more times a day does that happen? Do, do you scroll for Instagram for 20 minutes while you're waiting on something to dry or something to cook or whatever and you just keep going? How many times a day does that happen to you? And you, like I said, maybe you just put it down and you, you're good. You, you don't get on a first day. And honestly, go you. But a lot of people, especially Gen Z Christians, that's what happens. Like, why can't we scroll through the Bible like we scroll through Instagram? Why can't we read the Bible, delve into it like we do with trying to figure out when Taylor Swift's going to release Reputation Taylor's version? It's going to be today. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't include that. But why can't we scroll through... Why can't we scroll through the Bible like that? Why can't we delve and analyze the Bible like we can going into Taylor Swift's social media or Gracie Abrams' social media or, you know, whoever? Why can't we think of the Bible like that? Why are we okay with being on TikTok at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., but we feel like that's too late to read our Bible? We feel too disrespectful to read our Bible that late, yet we can be on our phones scrolling for hours and hours on end. Why can't we keep ourselves up doing the Bi- reading the Bible? But we can keep ourselves do- up doing homework. We can keep ourselves up, you know, being on our phones. Why Why do we act like that? Okay, so the next one is difficulty going without it. So after COVID hit, I think everyone, you know, kind of started having issues with being on their phones a lot. But I think especially Gen Z, because we didn't have to worry about going back to school for months. And, you know, people who started having jobs back again in, you know, June, July, maybe even the next year, depending on where you lived. But here in Oklahoma, it was like May or June when people like life just started kind of going back to normal a little bit. And I think, like I said, everyone has had issues with being on their phone, but especially Gen Z. And this part is going to rely more or like relate more to social media. But like we feel the need to be on our phones and film everything and do this and do that and just post everything on social media. And like I said, this is something I struggle with so bad. But we feel the need to do that instead of just living in the moment, you know, whether you're hanging out with your friends, you know, it's, it's one thing to just take a video of a funny moment or to take a picture or something, but we feel the need to be on our phones scrolling. Like, why are we so comfortable hanging out with someone and just scrolling on our phones? Why can't we sit there and talk to them? Because I understand, you know, the whole, oh, we feel comfortable in their presence. And I'm not saying it's a sin to sit with someone and scroll through your phone. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is, why couldn't we, you know... Why can't we be reading our Bibles with that person? Why can't we just be reading our own Bibles like that, listening to music or something? Like, why do we have to be scrolling on social media through all that? So the next point I want to bring up is continued action despite your consequences. Like, you know, if you're scrolling on social media for, you know, an hour, you know that that in that hour, you could have been doing so much more. You could have been living your life. You could have been you know, you kind of could have got through a good couple chapters in the Bible. You could have, you know, been praying. You could have had, you could have updated all your Christian playlists. And here's the thing is I'm not trying to make this to come across as doing anything that isn't reading your Bible, praying or worshiping is a complete sin. No, 
but I think we do need to realize how important it is to spend plenty of time in prayer, plenty of time reading our Bibles, plenty of time in worship. I think we just as a generation have not started to realize how important it is that we do that, you know, because we sit there and we're like, okay, well, I read my Bible today. Like I read it early this morning, so I don't have to read it later. You don't have to. There's places and literally there's places in this world where you don't get to read your Bible. You don't have the opportunity to just pray whenever you want. You don't have the opportunity. Well, I mean, now we do obviously just pray and say, hey, God, but we don't have the opportunity to read our Bibles in other countries, you know? And I don't think people realize how important it is that we spend the time and appreciate our blessings that we have here, you know? And, like, how many days do you spend full, like, the entire day on your phone in bed? And it's one thing if you're sick. It's one thing if you're having a lazy day. I'm not saying it's bad to have a day where you're just doing that. But how many days do you spend on your phone when your room is super messy? Or when your room is, or when you haven't read your Bible in three days? Or when you need to update your playlist? Like, and like I said, again, for, like, the fifth time... I struggle with this too. Like, this is literally something I'm dealing with right now. My room is a wreck. But how many times do we find ourselves doing that instead of doing things that are valuable in our lives, you know? Okay, so the last thing I want to bring up um, today is just that idolatry affects you so much more than you realize, you know? Like, I struggled with idolatry for a really long time, and it was with Taylor Swift. And I still love her, like I've mentioned. still love Taylor Swift. But I was to the point where, like, I was spending more time listening to her folklore album, to her, to the, to her this album, going to this movie about her, going to that movie about her, than I was spending time in my word with God, you know, spending time in prayer, spending time worshiping God. And I, I cannot express to you guys how important it is that we spend time with God every day and we don't take that time that we have with him for granted. We don't sit there and try and rush through it. We don't sit there and try and you know, just, uh, well, I just have to pray real quick, and then I have to read my Bible real quick, and then we can go, I have to read my, like, you don't have to do anything, you get to do that, you're, you get, and you know, as Christians, we have an expectation to do that, you know, God says this is how, you know, you grow your relationship with me, like, we're supposed to do that, but saying we have to do that is very different than an expectation of, oh, this is what you need to do, I'm not saying you can go a Christian life without reading the Bible, because in my opinion, that is not possible, it's just not, but what I am saying is we should not be saying, oh, I have to go read my Bible because we get the privilege of having this 2000 something year old book to give us the layout and the blueprint of life. Literally, this entire book tells us how to live our lives to a T. And you're going to sit there and say you're confused. You're going to sit there and say, oh, I just I don't know like what to do about this. There's a Bible verse about it. If you don't know what to do about something, there is a hundred and ten percent a Bible verse about it somewhere even just one that says don't fear like trust god like and i just think that's something that we all need to you know take into consideration when going through whether it's a season of waiting a season of change something in our lives i just think that we need to like take a step back and realize that like god is always with us and god is there for us and we just need to trust him and his plan and, you know, just make sure that God is number one in your life. Because you could be sitting there and be like, oh yeah, God is the first thing in my life. Whatever, whatever. And, you know, this is a song. It's a lyric from a song um, called Monday Morning Faith by SU Worship. But it literally says, hell is not scared of a Sunday faith if it only leads to empty praise. If it only leads to Monday going back to the drinking and smoking. You, you can't go from worshiping on Sundays and raising your hands and being all happy and giddy about the Lord on Sundays and then showing up to public school the next day, showing up to work the next day and acting like you don't even know God, acting like you don't go to church. And we have, 
like just as Christians, there's an expectation for us to not to be set apart from the world, to not be like the world. And when we come in and we act like everyone else and we act just as solemn and upset to be here and I don't want to live and I don't want to do this, like I don't want to live there, I don't want to do this. Why why would we act like that when we literally have eternal life? We literally have the opportunity to talk to the creator of the entire universe and we're going to sit here and put things over that. And I understand life gets busy. I understand that life gets so busy, gets so chaotic. Sometimes we forget to spend time with the Lord. But if the Lord is really number one in your life, it won't be something that you feel the need that you have to make time for. It's something that you just get to make time for, you know? And obviously, yes, you have to make time every day, like if you're going through a chaotic season like that. But for the majority of people, you can just, as Christians, especially like as teenagers, we don't have a lot going on. Yes, you know, we have school and some people have work and whatever. And again, that's understandable. But we also just need to realize that like, it's not always 100% of the time that we don't have time for God as much as we don't want to make time for God. Okay, so this is the end of episode two. Um, For one, thank you guys so much for listening. And for three, also, I just want to add, like, I'm really sorry if this is controversial, if this was, you know, upsetting to anyone. I don't take, I don't say any of this to offend people. I just want all of us, you know, to make sure that we're on the right path and that we're doing what we, we got to do for the Lord. Um, But yes, I will see you guys next Sunday at one. Have a good week and I'll see you next time. Thank you.